Welcome to Listening to Paint Dry with Mike and Dan, a podcast about the art and hobby of miniature painting. I'm Mike. And I'm Dan. Thank you for joining us as we continue our quest to become better, braver, happier painters. Holy crap, Dan, that went fast. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, Those four days were pretty much a blur. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's our recap, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, We can't remember anything that happened. Nope. Um, (laughs) Don't know why I'm dense, but I'm pretty dense right now. (laughs) So, so, you you, you type that yourself. (laughs) I think I was drinking. And speaking of drinking, (laughs) I'm going to open up. I had so much fun doing our Patreon episode being inebriated. I'm going to do it again. So, uh, oh, oh, shit. I spilled it all over. Of course I did, because why else wouldn't I? So tonight's beverage of choice is pomegranate hevervesen. Ta-da. I usually get the grapefruit. I really, really dig the grapefruit. Do you mean um, hepavicin? Hepavicin. Yeah, okay. Hepavicin. Yeah, there. Yeah, okay. What did I say? Uh, I, I said hepavicin or something like that. Vesin. Yeah, Evervescence. That's what it sounded like. I was like, is yeah. it Evervescent? No, it is. It smells very wonderful right now. So uh, as a child, I despised grapefruit. But now that I'm an old man, I can't get enough of it, especially when they put it in beer. Well, just be careful. Don't uh, don't take diazepam with it. I, I don't even know what that is, but uh, sure. Uh, Valium, basically. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's a side of... It's a big no-no. And so is the dog barking during the show. Yeah, my son just came home from Passover. Seder. Uh, Yes, you did. (laughs) I'm really confused right now, Mike, and we'll have to talk about that another day. Uh, His girlfriend is Jewish, and so there was that Seder. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Now it makes sense. Yep. Well, my wife's uh, stepfamily is Jewish as well, so... Um, but that's neither here nor there. Anyways, where were we? Oh, Dan, uh, we Dan's are talking drunk. <laughs> yes, look how pretty and pink that is. That is nice. Looking. It's like bloody pee. All right, so I guess what we need to do is uh, probably go through the steps and everything else that we did uh, last week. Um, it feels like we it was a whole entire week for us because it started on a Tuesday, right? So let's see. No, we got there um, Thursday. We we you Oh, came... okay. So Wednesday I went to your place. Yeah, you came over and crashed at my house Wednesday and then we yes. left Wednesday morning. Yes. Uh, Thursday morning. Thursday morning. And let's start out first, man. Damn, that was a fast flight there. Yeah, uh I guess we'll talk about the flight back, but uh yeah, that was yeah. a pretty quick flight and um mm-hmm. uh the unnerving part of that flight was the fact that there were points where I didn't feel anything at all. And it was very unnerving not to hear or feel the plane move or wind or turbulence or anything for about a good five or 10 minutes. That was pretty freaky, but uh, relaxing at the same time. Yeah. It was a very nice flight. I was, I was, I was stoked. Um, we did get a little bit on the way down, but that was it. Um, and so then we got there, got to the hotel which was not, we were at a hotel across the street, um, or across the highway. <laughs> across the highway, yeah. Yeah, which was fine. Uh, you know, only thing, that that's probably was the was the biggest disadvantage was when we got there, 
which was awesome. We wa- were walking into the con, greeted by the giant inflatable mech, and there outside are Banshee and Eric Swinson. And so that was nice to walk right in the beginning to see some familiar faces. Yes, um, which was a huge help. Uh, yeah, there. that was a, that was a really good thing to be able to start off being in a very uh, unfamiliar place and two people you're very familiar with are there and right uh, so that was that really really set this whole thing into motion for us or at least for me yeah yep and then we went and got our badges and then got shocked by uh because we both got the premium bag (laughs) (laughs) yeah so we decided to try the premium just to see what it was all about and um you know, I was expecting, you know, uh, going to Nova many, many times, you get a bag and you have a couple little things they put into it. Sometimes you have some really cool stuff um, that are a- extra outside of the uh, the regular swag bag for the first uh, three or four hundred people who uh, uh, who register uh, mm-hmm. for Nova Open. Um, but um, describe the setting as you walked into that area for those who have not been there before when uh after we got our badges so yeah we walk in this like kind of roped off area and on the right hand side or uh the on the floor are all these big uh uh, pull string bags that are kind of puffed out pretty much filled to the brim of stuff and so i picked that up and was like awesome thanks for the bag and the guy goes no 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 these are yours as well and points to four boxes (laughs) um and we're like oh shit (laughs) <laughs> and he's yeah. like, you know, if I had a nickel for every time anybody said that today. Now, on the other side was the rest of the stuff for the VIG, which I can't even, I couldn't even imagine if we got, how we would have gotten home. Yeah, yeah we'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about that because we have to, stuff, but yeah, we have to give yeah, a shout was, out to somebody. Yeah, it was quite horrific when I saw Mike grabbed his bag and then they're like, okay, well, here's a box because there's piles of boxes. And yep. you're like, oh, okay, that's just product. No, that stuff you have to put your product in. In right. So my, I, I, I really wish we had a picture of you and I. So let's see, what was it like? Thirty? No, it was like forty-five, fifty degrees outside. I'm wearing three layers. Yep. We just walked a fast pace, about a mile. Um, and so yep. it felt really, really good to walk into the sauna right and then be handed arms full of stuff now i have a list of all the stuff that we got in these boxes right and and so here's something different this is something that is very different from like a nova open swag bag so a nova open swag bag is probably 30 percent product 70 percent tchotchkes from nova open like Nova open printed material, you know, like stuff on it. That's got the Nova open logo. Yeah. This was 90, 10, 90% product, 10% Adepticon. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it, it definitely was. Um, oh. And I'm still at all. And I'm still finding more stuff than like, what the hell is this? I'm like, right. How do I get one of these things too? Jeez. Right. Um, and I didn't. Yeah. And it's amazing. I came home with all that stuff and I did not even hit a hundred dollars in the vendor hall. Oh, we'll talk about vendor hall. Yeah, but I'm just I'm just saying, I mean, <laughs> yeah. it was still you don't have to buy anything to come home with a crap ton of stuff. I did not buy anything until the last day. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel a need to buy anything. There were things that I had 
that I wanted to purchase. Um, and those sold out really quick, but that, yeah. but I didn't, I didn't, I felt like I had enough already just by being there and didn't really need to buy anything. Like you said, um, yeah. there were some great vendors there, some neat stuff. Um, mm-hmm. and I grabbed a couple of things that really, you know, got my fancy. So yeah, um, definitely. So do we want to talk? I, I have a list of all the wonderful things that we were given at this place. Um, sure. Well, before before you go into that list, yeah. What's up? So here, the, the, let me just tell the, the. So the two of us are walking around the vendor hall, hoping oh, to yeah, find a finish that part. <laughs> hoping to find a friend that might have a place where they've camped out, just so we can dump our crap. Um, and that didn't, that didn't work out. So we actually wound up uh, taking an Uber back to our hotel and, and dropping all that stuff off. And changing because I was so disgusting. Yeah, it was so hot inside. Yeah, and and I was telling um, you know, I was telling Mike uh, for all you listeners, I was like, hey, I was listening to Dave Taylor in his podcast. Um, and he was uh, talking about how you prep for this. And he's like, I've been there enough times. I know what it's going to feel like inside. So I only have one jacket. And I was like, ah, okay. 50s for me. I was like, it's going to be cold. It's going to be rainy at some point. I'm going to dress in layers. No, I uh, one layer was too much because it was so stinking hot in there. Yeah, it really was. It really was, and then, but we did get snow throughout the weekend too, which I, I was quite surprised. We had some pretty heavy snow at one, uh, you know, especially yeah. Friday night. And it, boy, it felt good to stand outside. <laughs> it did. Yeah, it did. It we, you know, there were there were times when I was kind of like really bummed out that we didn't have a spot to drop our stuff, you know, or yeah. a car to go and, throw it in, and you and know, again, I wish we had that video or a picture of us. As we're walking with our arms packed, we both have backpacks because we're planning on staying there because we have painting classes. So I right. have my paints. We have I, all my painting supplies in my backpack. I have a huge box. And then on top of the huge box is this red bag. Yep. And we're trying to go through the vendor hall. And I'm like, man, this has got to be the stupidest looking thing. And we ran into other friends too. And I was kind of yeah. like, oh, and I saw somebody. I was like, wait. <laughs> Please tell me, Ray, you stayed at the you're at the Renaissance. Is there any chance we could throw this in your room? And he goes, I'm in the Regency. I thought I was at the Renaissance. Um, yeah, you know, I heard a couple people say the same thing. So I wonder I, I wonder what happened with that. I wonder I wonder where that disconnect yeah. was. Uh, we, it happens. we weren't even there. We we were later in the process uh, of this. So the hotels were all already taken up. And well, they, the ho- we didn't decide to go until right before tickets were sold. And so the hotel block was already gone. Well, yeah. well before then I, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if the hotel block doesn't come out in like another month, you know what I mean? And so we'll have to yeah. make a decision. I would like to stay there. Uh, but that's, we'll talk about that later. Um, it's not the end of the world if we don't. Um, no, I mean, I, we, yeah, we, we can talk about that later on in the show so now yeah now now go ahead and go through the the list of okay. stuff that was in so the goodie bag did something from uh reaper which is a bones figure i don't know which one you got i got the the Salvador troll crawley okay i got the swashbuckler we got uh victoria miniatures limited edition 
Um, Commissar, right? Commissar looking one, yeah. Yep. Uh, we got some stuff from uh, Weird. Yeah, we got a miniature from Weird, which is Malifaux. Yeah, Malifaux. Uh, yeah, we got Malifaux pieces, I think. Uh, Parabellum gave us uh, some uh, another figure, which is probably around, what, 54 millimeter plastic? Um, mine, uh, I think we had the same thing. It looks like, um, like a knight. Yeah. It's the Lord. It's the young noble or noble Lord. Yes. Nobleman. Um, that was pretty cool. Uh, we got a bunch of 15 millimeter, um, figures from Warlord games. Right. We got that sheet of horse, like the sprue of horse. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. We got, uh, Let's see, Tavern Crate, which is actually pretty cool. So that's the Adepticon uh, stuff for uh, fantasy terrain. scenery train. Right, um, it was I Terrain it, Crate, yeah. Yeah, which is – actually, there's two big bags in there. So there's like an inside one uh, for like inside of a cabin or a bar or something like that, a tavern, and then there was one for its exterior, which was pretty cool, I thought. Yep. Um, God tier figures – um, we got a Gloomhaven puzzle, 1,000 pieces. Uh, we got the Sky Do- Pirates of Skydock game from right. Force. Um, oh, geez. Uh, Gale, Gale Force, Force 9. 9. And one that both of us were pretty excited about was the Hydra tank for uh, the G.I. Joe version of um, the Protocol. Yeah, which was huge box, right? <laughs> it's, it's gigantic. Um, and but Mike, what's inside it is not. <laughs> yes, as Mike pulls it out, and we're like, "What? <laughs> what is this?" Uh, then we got some stickers. Uh, we got some like uh, counters, uh, game counters, uh, a couple little trinkets here and there. Um, the the red bag. Uh, which was actually packed. There was a lot of stuff in there, and it's just a lot of trinkety things and, and uh, lots of figures. Um, I think, it, like Mike said, I think it's pretty cool that there was just a lot of um, uh, branding and uh, stuff from companies, a lot of swag from the companies themselves. Right. Uh, hey, don't forget the War Cry dice from Games Workshop. Oh, yeah, we got a box of those things, didn't we? Yeah, can't even yeah. give those damn things away. Yeah, I tried um, selling them and they just laughed at me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to give them to like three different people and they're like, uh, "No." <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I say like, maybe I can split these up into BattleTech stuff, but no, no. Uh, yeah. So okay, so we we spend the next hour or so sweating our way to the hotel and sweating our way back. Mm-hmm. Um. At least we got to walk back and cool off, and then we we were there just enough time to I think just grab something really quick snack to eat, and then just a real quick run of the vendor hall. Really, um, right. it wasn't until later on where I really had a chance just to walk around, and I think same with you, Mike. Uh, really, just to right. see what's going on because we had that four o'clock class with Ricardo we Agostino. Had the four o'clock class, so Agostino. we had to jump into the four o'clock class. Um, and it's funny because I kept running in, like while we're prepping, getting ready for the four o'clock class. I kept like, like if I went outside to go to the bathroom, ran into the eons of battle guys, uh, got to say hi to them, and then had to run out to get water, and ran into. Uh, ran, that's when I first saw Dave Taylor and. You know, like just then, you know, 
ran into Anthony Rodriguez, also known as Pirate Monkey. And so it was great. You know, it was, it was good. And, you know, it's funny. There's a couple of people, like I ran into Zambies uh, and I ran into the Eons of Battle guys, like the first like hour and a half we were actually in the venue and I never saw them again. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, I mean, you know. it's, if you haven't been there, it's, um, it's, it's big enough footprint yeah. Um, um, they were playing games, I believe. So once you decide to go into any of those game rooms, that's it. I mean, you, you disappear for a while because um, there's it, there's a lot of stuff going on. And we know that we have a lot of our artists that are just there for the hobby part of it. So they all hung out in the Hobby Haven area. And that was where the uh, most, of the, if not all the classes were that location. Right. And the other other big hangout for artists, too, was right above where the hot going up the escalator. So where Fort Wapple is, is kind of um, where a good portion of the classes are. It's a, kind of under an escalator. Um, it's a, it's kind of a tiny area. Um, I appreciate what it is because in the hobby, in that hobby area, they have GW paints, army painter paints, pro paints, chimera paints, any, anything you want to basically try out, you know, you don't take them, you just try them out and use them. But there's so much stuff there. There's hobby tools there, um, even a little bit of basing material and stuff. It's a great area uh, to be at and hang out. And I'll be honest, it was kind of cool. There were a couple of times I was sitting in there and they just randomly came by and gave out prizes. Um, I got a set of Batman miniatures and I got another Reaper, Reaper figure as well. Um, so it was really kind of cool that uh just being in there painting frantically trying to finish my entries which i am not i will not be doing that again next year if it is not done before the convention i'm not doing that to myself i felt like it really kind of i struggled against that and that we'll talk more about that later but anyways the um so it was a great area there's they have a set of volunteers there they kind of keep watch and make sure people don't just put their stuff up and leave um and so if you're, if you get up and leave and you're gone for like an hour, hour and a half, they will pack your stuff up nicely and move it so somebody else can get in there and work. Um, and so, uh, it's kind of, it's kind of nice. It's kind of different than other conventions that I've dealt with where they don't allow camping. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, camping can be, can be an issue because of the tight space that you have. Yeah. The biggest issue with it, it was, there were two things, the size of it, they needed more space because it's outgrown it's totally outgrown that area and the second thing is the lighting the lighting is just it really was the worst lit place in the convention yes now i do appreciate that they had ot lights for yes table so i thought that was uh but they didn't have ot lights per chair and so they were basically what was happened is they originally set it up where it was one ot light one chair and then they just kept adding chairs. And so there were chairs that didn't have any light to them. I wound up having to share a few times. So I, I had the pleasure of sitting next to David Diamondstone for a while, uh, who I got to meet at ReaperCon last year. And then uh, then chatting with him while I was frantically finishing my entry and they're laughing at me while I was doing it. Um, and so it was great. Uh, great to be able to see some familiar faces, et cetera. Um, and then, you know, there, uh, I was there painting with Anthony Wang for a while. Um, cause he was still frantically trying to finish his entry as well. Yep. <laughs> That's when we found out Steven Garcia was locked in, locked himself into a hotel room somewhere. And nobody saw him until Saturday. You know? <laughs> oh 
Oh my god. Um, and then what? Will right. came, when did Will come in? Friday? Was I didn't that? see Will until Friday or was it Friday or Saturday? Saturday's yeah. when I saw him, but I think he came in Friday. It might have been Friday night though. Yeah. I didn't see oh no, him he came in Friday night. Yeah, absolutely. Was it oh, okay? Because I didn't see him, and I think I saw him just a little bit before you saw him. Um, and he was with Eric, and they were on a mission, so I didn't want to hold them up. Right. That's why I don't have any pictures like you do. <laughs> um, right. right. So we want to go to do we want to go to Friday or do you, are we going to talk about classes and? Oh, let's stuff? talk about Ricardo's class a little bit because it's pretty okay. good. Um, okay. Yeah, it was called Light and Shadow, and it was basically it was a two hour class that was uh, focused on the way light reflects off of different services. And this one focused on we used uh, a, a piece from a Chimera miniature. Uh, and worked on its cloak and kind of sketched out where the lights and the shadows were. And it was pretty good. I mean, it was it was two hours. It was quick. Um, I probably could have done another hour in that class with refinement. And yeah, work. I think so, too. But I think um, being able to put that sketch down um, was was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and yep. since since you brought it up already, I'm going to I'm, I want to segue just a little bit. Um not only does the uh, uh, Fort Wapple have uh, sponsored um, and they have a full stock of Chimera paints, uh, Pro Krill paints. I can't remember who else. There was just it was Citadel paint. Army Painter. Yeah. So, yeah. All of them. All the classrooms had full sets, essentially, also. Right. And I thought it was amazing that if uh, one of the instructors, you know, as we go through the whole entire weekend, like, hey, I want you to use these paints and these colors, there was not a problem was getting a hold of that color and that paint uh, yeah. from that manufacturer. Every room had it. So I know out there in the world, there's probably some companies or there's some cons that want to be exclusive. Um this is where everybody's working together to make sure that the hobby side is being taken care of. There was no bickering. There was no mine's going to be on top. It was just tubs of these paints and they were given to Fort Wapple and to that the hobby community to to work it and use it. Um, it was great advertising because I actually sat down for a few minutes and tried out some different paints that I had yeah, never tried before. When, yeah, I didn't have to drop a hundred bucks on a pack of uh, Primera paints to test them out and see what they were like. Yeah, like yeah, man, I like them. I, yeah, I, I I struggled with them. They were very different than what I'm used yes, to. Yes, they are. And and, and I wish, uh, you know, once we get into what we were what we bought and everything, um, I did pick up another couple things, and I wish I would have tested those out because I'm having a hard time with those. They're heavy body paints. I'm mm -hmm. having a difficult time with them. Uh, they're great for, for glazing, but if I'm not doing glazing, um, I have to yeah. go to another thicker type of paint to, uh, to put base coats down, but maybe that's just something I need to learn to go into. Maybe that's what it's yeah. for. What did we eat for dinner? Oh, we did Buffalo. No, we, what did we do for dinner? For oh, you oh, oh, so after dinner, you ran off with one of your friends. I had another class at seven. 
you got, and then I met up with you at, after, at Buffalo Wild. Yeah, I went with Dan Buffalo. Dougal, who I'd met a couple yes. at, at ReaperCon 2022. Yes, the uh, um, other, other Dan. Or 2021. And so, and Dan's a good friend of the show, too. Um, another Dan. And then you met us over there. Yes. And then you finally figured, freaking finally figured out Uber, so I didn't have to do your yes. Ubers for you. <laughs> After you were that. doing it, I was just like, okay, whatever. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, for a couple bucks, it was worth everybody's skin to be able to have Uber to go to places and do some yeah. things. Um, and I haven't been to Buffalo Wild Wings an awful long time. Maybe it was the airplane ride and whatever I did or did not have for lunch, but that was the best damn freaking hamburger i had in ages <laughs> i think i was just hungry <laughs> wait till we wait till we talk about wait sunday till we talk night about, yes wait till sunday, we night. sunday night though <laughs> sunday yeah. night yeah sunday night uh, is the problem and then we just so, we just crashed really after that well i had another class you crashed i guess i don't know what no no that was friday night you had your long class that thursday night we no, went to i still ball. had a class though i had a seven to nine that's why i was late to dinner Right, but after I, I, then you came over to Buffalo Wild Wings, and then we walked yeah. back across to our hotel. Yeah, and then we were done for the night. Yeah, um, I painted for a few hours, fell asleep sitting at the desk multiple times. <laughs> multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just resting my to, eyes, uh, Dan. <laughs> so we're going to, are we going to Friday then? Yeah, let's go on to Friday then. Okay, so Friday. Did you have any morning classes? I had no. a 10 o'clock. So the horrible thing about it is nothing opens until 10. And then my first class was a painting session uh, for Battletech. You pay a couple bucks, you get a mech, and they teach you how to paint. I kind of skipped the teaching paint part. Um, I used their color and their scheme. Um, but, yeah, thank you very much there, Mike. Um, I... I when I got home, um, I kept looking at this figure and I was like, you know, I kind of like these colors and I have spent an entire week finishing that figure that started off with three colors at, um, at, um, at their painting booth. And I have spent a whole week painting that thing and I'm having a blast painting. Well, are you recover? Have you recovered from the sticky primer? Uh, so hmm. get this, everybody. So we all read these things. How do you strip your miniatures? And Mike, I don't know if I talked to you about this or not. So I use the LA awesome stuff and it usually takes care of everything. Right. Um, sometimes I use alcohol. So I know I'm pretty old, but it finally clicked to me that like, Hey, different type of manufacturers, you have to use different types of products. Right. So I was like, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to put one part of it in the LA awesome. And I'll put the other one in the, um, alcohol IPA. So what, what are you using? Are you using 99 or 91? I use 90%, 90, okay. 91, somewhere in there. Um, so lo and behold, nothing happened. I was like, this sucks. So I used my uh, ultrasonic cleaner or threw them in there or freshed, freshed up the, uh, the, um, the liquids and everything. And I was like, this is stupid. So I threw them both in a jar and one of them stripped like immediately. I was like, well, that's kind of fucking weird. 
So I got the one that didn't strip and I put it into the other stuff. It was like a pre-bath took something, some that weakened it mm-hmm. with the LA awesome. Did I could not scrub anything off of it. It didn't touch it. But if I put that into the rubbing alcohol within 30 minutes, it just fell off. It was the weirdest shit in the world. I was super stoked. So I went through and restripped all of my models. <laughs> like everything I've had my problems with, I went and just, I spent like 20 bucks on this stuff and just started stripping things for the last week. It's been fantastic. All clean nice. models, I get to start all over again. All new piles of gray. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so I did not, I, I, so I didn't, I did not strip the model itself. I stripped the, uh, the smoke part. Yeah. Uh, because it has jump packs. That was the part that I stripped. Okay. But the figure, I was like, you know what? I really like these colors. I want to see if I can do something with it. So I did have to go back over it with some black paint and some black primer, but I just brushed that on and just built on top of that. Had a blast. I loved it. Not for the class as much, but I got the figure and I, I enjoyed it pretty much. Um, well, that's good. I mean, and you know, um, it's the woman who paints the Battletech snow globes, right? Yes. Nice. Nice. Um, just a point of reference. I don't. I don't know what that artist's name is. But uh, so then uh, at, Amelia. Okay, and then um, we had another class together, which was the really one I was really excited about, which is the loaded brush with Ben Comets. Learn the loaded brush with Ben Comets. Yes. Yeah, and I really. Uh, so I thought, in general, the class is very good. He is honed at his craft. He knows what he's doing. He's been teaching this and mastered this technique for a long time. Um, the five minutes of one-on-one with him was invaluable. Like that to me was worth every penny of the class because he's like, okay, you're doing this wrong. This is right. This is wrong. Here's how you do it. This is the consistency you want. And being able to see that right there in front of my face um, and then going, oh no, see, you're getting better. You know, you're doing these rights. And you know, like it was, it was super helpful, really enjoyed it. The funny part of it was who we, who was sitting in front of us. Yeah. It was Marco from Not Just Mecca. <laughs> I love that guy. And so he's somebody we're going to try to have on the show at some point down the road. He's just a very jovial, uh, very yes. positive ho- hobby personality. Enjoyed being in a, next to him and chit-chatting uh, off and on in the class. And so that was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, we had a couple. We had well, what a, did you think I of the Loaded Brush class? I thought it was, I thought it was good. Uh, mm-hmm. I love the way that um, he has his practice. Right. Um, I have tons of those little cubes. Yeah. And right. Anything of it. And I like, wow, that is fantastic. Um, right. So those who don't know, he gives you a couple of wooden, black primed wooden cubes. I think they're what half inch by half inch or something, something like that. Like they're, that. Really they're, they're really small. They're really small. Um, and then first thing you do is you paint a gradient wet blended on one side, and then you actually create nine little boxes, uh, on another side. And that's where you're prepping to prepare each time. Just go ahead. Don't worry about what I'm doing. Uh, each time you, you, you're supposed to improve, hopefully improve as you do each cube and you number them and see where you are, et cetera. So it was a really neat teaching technique. Um, yes, and so that was fun. 
Um, and then Mike got to go play with all his friends, and I had a chance to melt my brain. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, so basic, just the, the basically, what I did was I went back to Fort Wapple and painted for like five of those hours. <laughs> just five of those because the class was still going on. Right, because then I then I went to dinner with a with, Dan, with a friend Dan Dougal, uh, and Dan met us later. Uh, at, no, 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 that was the next day. You went with um... no, no. I went back to the hotel. Never mind. That's right. I didn't go to Fort Wapple. I went back to our hotel. Oh, you did. And I painted at our okay. hotel, and I ordered. I got uh, Lou oh, Malnado's right. pizza. That's right. The fifty pound pizza, <laughs> which was fantastic, by the way. But anyways, Dan. Your class. All That's right. The highlight of. Yeah, the highlight of this whole thing was meeting Kaha with her Harmony and Contrast Academy class. Six long hours of having my brain sucked out and stuck into a blender and mixed with every color paint you can imagine. Um, I thought. I thought trying to live. In a world where I learned how to paint with Roman and taking it two or three years to process was a hard thing. I may never be able to process the stuff that she showed me. Um, it was, uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't know how to describe it. It's, it's her use of colors and how, how you get the colors to harmonize throughout the whole entire miniature. Um, I have never seen that before. Now, as in me in my eyeballs seeing it. Now that I look at her figures, I know what she's talking about, and I can and I see this new level of colors and how they all interact together. I don't know how to paint that, but I recognize it now. Uh, so maybe in my next life, I might be able to to, to actually paint it, but. Um, it was a really cool class and it, it definitely, um, taught me some theories and ideas that I have never experienced before. So I'm pretty, pretty happy about it. Um, and she was a very, very hands-on on how she was, um, teaching. She would explain something, uh, for a while. And then she would actually do it, and then we would do it, and then she would walk around and help us out. And, and she constantly walked around and asked us, you know, how we were doing, what were, you know, if we had any questions, we can go up and ask her. Um, and then she would point out some areas. Um, and that was, and that was kind of eye opening also. So um, I had three different, um, I guess, fields of colors. And since, um, we were trying to harmonize. Um, she would talk me through like, okay, well you have this here, where else should it be? And that was kind of, you know, where our conversations would lead. Um, definitely, definitely for display painter and competition painter. That is definitely where that, where that realm is. Um, tabletop, maybe not as much, <laughs> but, uh, unless you want some super hot tabletop, but, um, it was it was a it was a great class. She's a super teacher and she's super nice. Um, and uh, yeah, I I think it would be fun to take other classes of hers because this was just one aspect of what she does, and I think it would be neat 
to see what other classes she, uh, she has. I didn't even see this is the first one that jumped out and I grabbed it. Um, but it'd be cool to see how she teaches some of her other classes. That would be that would be a lot of fun. But six hours, I think we will probably talk about this later on. That is a soul suck. Um, and I do want to talk about Friday night one more time because I did have a class Friday night and that was a weathering class with oh, yeah. uh, Stiffneck with Stiffneck Studios. Since we're talking about classes, uh, it was pretty cool. Um, they uh, able to go through the entire process of every type of weathering that you can do from dry to wet to stippling to scraping to painting to oils to acrylics to watercolors you name it um it was pretty cool and very helpful um i think it would be much more fun if we had a figure and did a very very long class on that i do believe they might have that somewhere out there um because i think this is more of an intro to it well, it seems these guys, from what you've told me, these guys are pros at this. Like they have their whole. They are. They don't have to think about it. And uh, it was uh, it was interesting to listen to Wes, who's the owner, and he was the one who was teaching the class about. He's like, I don't write this stuff down because I do it so much. I can just, I can just tell you what it is. And right, and our good it. friend, uh, guest of the show, Alex was in, yes, Alex, Alex Good was in there. Alex Good was there also. Yep, and uh, we had some good conversations and joking around about things. And you had some good um, conversations with Alex Good. Yeah, I did. He's awesome. He's funny. He's a funny personality. I like him. Mm -hmm. Nope, same guy. Same guy we had many many years ago. It's um. So it was it was good to you know as you said. Seeing old friends and talking to them, everything is, is always a blast, especially if you're in one of their classes. Um, there's a different kind of connection you have with them. Yep. So it was a lot of fun. So, uh, yeah, after my brain melted and I got back home, um, I went to sleep and Mike kept on painting. And yep. that was, and I was done with my day of hell. <laughs> that was a good day, though. <laughs> that was a good day. And then, then we get to Saturday, which is the day I'm not sure I saw you until what? We didn't see until late because we both had. Well, you um, were you were in grinders all day long. You were playing. Had, you had games set up. That was Saturday. Oh, that is Saturday, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Right. Wait a minute. Understanding non-metallic. Oh, you had that during the day, and, and well, no, oh, that was yeah, Sunday. Yeah, 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 that was right. Sunday. No, I had a Saturday and Sunday. I had grinders. I thought you had the NMM class on Sunday, though. No, I had that on Saturday. Was it Saturday? Okay. It was like 8.30 in the morning. Oh, yeah, yeah, morning. yeah. And then, yeah, I don't have your list on here. So that was the only painting class I had. So I had been again. So go to, <laughs> go to sleep at 11, 12, 1 something, and then have to jump up and be down at the, at the um, convention center for 8.30 class. Um, but I'm an early riser anyway, so it wasn't that big of a deal. Non-metallic class was fantastic. I, right. Yeah, but I, you were getting up and going to the gym every morning too, so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so um, I, 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 I was thinking it was a different type of non-metallic metal class, more of identifying where those are. It was more of a basic class but super helpful because it talked about the very basics of what non-metallic is and where reflections are coming from 
So that was really cool because you have your main reflection, you have your secondary reflections, but then you have a horizon. How do you get, how do you get all those together? Where it is, you know, when you have uh, cones and that sort of, you started going into some of that. So it was really cool. Um, and this class was, uh, I would say probably one of the upper tier classes I've had because he would walk you through something, demonstrate it, and then we would work on it. And then he would take it to the next step. And he did these in stages. So for the full, I think it was a four hour class. No, that was a lot longer than that. One, two, three, four and a half, five hour class. It seemed like every hour, hour and a half, we ner we we started a new stage. Because we were done, like that first stage we were done in like, 30 40 minutes and i was like oh man this is going to be a long one just like last night what are we going to do we can't just keep practicing and what about all these other things on this uh, he had a gauntlet is what we uh practiced on uh he had a gauntlet uh, commissioned i guess in in out of resin and that's what we worked on because it has all the elements that we should be looking at right all the shapes all the different shapes yeah, yeah. And some um, weird so, shapes on it too. So we slowly started to build into each of those different shapes as the day went on. I love that the that that technique and uh, that workshop. I think was phenomenal. I really really enjoyed that. Um, and I got almost a almost a completed uh, gauntlet, and I think it looks kind of decent. Um, once again, he you know. He's there, he's showing you how to do stuff. He's talking to you while he's demonstrating it. He'll grab a piece and demonstrate if you have a specific question about something. So he was really hands-on, that was great. And then after that was nonstop Battletech for the rest of the day, and it was awesome. Um, uh, so yeah, I played, I killed things, I got killed. Uh, I had a lot of my Battletech friends from tournaments were there, so it was great to see them um and uh they killed you as well right <laughs> uh, yeah, everybody killed everybody so um yeah that, that's always a, a a super joy um perfect i forgot how much um i enjoy the battletech world uh i definitely enjoy all the guys from southern assault it's always a wonderful time meeting with them and hanging out um they make this convention and Nova and Southern and Northern salts worth going to. And really. huge shout out to Josh from the Mech Bay podcast. We got the sense yes. of time with him. And um, yes. And Denim was there also. He's part of the podcast. Uh, he is on their demo team. So he teaches people how to play and he helps uh, people like me to learn how to play when he, they forget after years of not playing it. <laughs> so um, the grinder is classic battle tech. So that's uh, one point to your arm, two points to your arm. Uh, you know, take your seatbelt check. Make sure you didn't fall out of your seatbelt when your mech falls down. See if you got a concussion. Uh, did someone shoot you in the eyeball? Uh, did you forget how to stand up? All those kind of weird things. Uh, the real RPG 40-year-old game. Um, where Alpha Strike is more like um, Kill Team, where it's super fast. Uh, once you get into the middle of things, everybody just starts dying. Um, much different. Um, so yeah, having to relearn that. So uh, what the grinder is, is you start with a random mech. And then if you die, 
you go back and you get another mech and then you have a, a, a I guess a, a portfolio you get marked off you know when your mech dies and when you kill mechs and when you and what's supposed to happen is you buy into this you know for slots and then um as you kill things um uh you get salvage or you get mechs or you get things like that and we can talk about that stuff too uh, yeah, you get some prizes, except they ran out of prizes because they opened it up. Yada yada yada. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that on how not to treat you people. customers. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, anyways, so while Dan was doing that, uh, I was g- busy getting my. Uh, I got my resin beast entry in on Friday, um, and then on Saturday, around one ish, I got my golden demon entry in and. It got put in the shelf and didn't move again until I picked it up. It literally stayed in the same exact spot. Uh, never moved. Card was in the same location. All all six miniatures were pointing in the same exact direction after they put put it in. And uh, I don't know if that means they shelf judged it and when this sucks so bad, we're just going to not touch it again. Or if I just got overlooked and didn't get judged. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Um so, but that, that was done. It was a relief. I walked around the vendor hall and then I had a seven hour bender, uh, with Francesco Farabi in a class called how to be a better miniature painter. We painted a chimera model. He started out, he gave us about an hour of conversation, maybe a little bit more, um, about his approach to miniature painting and color theory, et cetera, and an explanation of what we're going to do. Um, and then we basically painted for almost six hours straight with him, going between us talking about color choices and what, what are our next stages and um, making corrections and stuff. It was really, it was just, his explanations were fantastic. Um, One of the big values of these classes is just being able to get that feed immediate feedback to what you're doing and how you're painting. And so it's really hard sometimes to feel like you're progressing as an artist when you're just doing it all by yourself. Uh, but being able to go to a convention and take a class and get immediate feedback from your instructor who are, you know, they're all amazing artists that, you know, amazing award-winning artists, you know, like uh, Francesco's won his, sl- you know, it was a, he's got his Slayer Swords and Demons and all that, and all those awards too, and his Expo International Painting Awards. And so um, now he just wants to teach doesn't want to compete. He wants to teach other people how to paint. It was just really, it was fun. Um, we do know one thing that Francesco is hooked on caramel macchiatos. Um, <laughs> and uh, we really enjoyed it. And Francesco hopefully will be another guest on the show down the road here. Um, and so that was, I was actually, I came out of the class. I was pretty brain dead. Um, but a big shout out to our friend, my friend Dan Dougal sat next to me. We met some uh, a former Patreon of ours, Nick and Nick, um, and then uh, a, a, a local to me, uh, get friend Evan was in the class, and so it was really kind of cool. Um, there was another gentleman in the class. I can't think of his name right now, um, but he rightfully pointed out that I should not say we're ever we're going to get on a regular production schedule because we don't um <laughs> fair point fair point i'll say to this gentleman go ahead go ahead so evan sat next to me during the class that i had with um with ben 
uh, mm-hmm. on. So that was uh, that was pretty cool because we got to just talk about like general stuff because we're all from the same area. So it was right, cool. right. And so it was great that we flew to a suburb of Chicago to meet local painters from our area. Yes. <laughs> and more than just one. I, more I than just one. No. Back. Yeah, I wish I could remember his name. Uh, but he was from Fairfax. Right. Um, right. And then um, there was somebody else from our area, too, that was, I was like, what in the world? It's right. Cool. Right. Absolutely. And so hopefully, you know, we'll be able to throw together some paint time together. That would be a lot of fun. Uh, so that was my night, then uh, Saturday night. Then we, I, I was starving. And so I wound up walking to a gas station, which I thought it was a lot closer than it was, but it was. Yeah, probably about a mile away from the hotel. And then I walked a mile back. Uh, I haven't eaten a gas station sandwich in a long time. Hopefully never again. But um, I was tempted when I first came out of the class because the the Golden Demon shelves were right there and nobody was there. But I was so brain dead from the class. So there was just no way that I was going to be able to process what looking at the entries in there. I did go by and see mine. I was like, oh, they haven't judged it yet. It's still sitting there then, you know, that was the end of the day. So then Sunday, basically you just battle teched all day Sunday, didn't you? So Sunday was, um, Sunday. Oh no. I had Sam Lenz's, um, oh, you had wet blending class. I had, a, that was in the morning. Uh, but after that, uh, I've actually had time to walk around the vendor area and buy stuff. That mm-hmm. was, I mean, you know, in between classes, you have like 45 minutes or an hour. And then um, I would, you know, walk real quick around. But I really had time just to walk and study things and say, oh, I want to purchase this if it's still here and um, things like that. So that was kind of cool. And at one point we walked around and we saw a couple of vendors and we talked to them. Um, Kit from Game Vimby was one of the first ones I ran into. And I, I think that was on. Friday. Friday. So I yeah. definitely talked to him for a couple of minutes and he just started to laugh because he's like, yeah, I know I need to give you guys an email. Like, that's all right. We're not here for that. Right. And, and I finally got to meet Kit. He's now he had never met me. And so most of the time for listeners out there, people don't believe, you know, our guests don't believe Dan exists. But Kit was one of the rare ones that didn't believe I existed because I, I just kept never, I, I just kept missing Kit at events. And so it was pretty funny. Uh, we also got to talk to Jason Craze from Monument, who it was it has been a guest on the show as well. He was super yeah. excited. It was super exciting to see him. Yeah, it was actually nice to meet him and chat for a couple minutes. Yep, he's very hobby oriented, and we're hoping to have him on the show not too long from now. You know, and so I guess um, one little quick thing, a note: Saturday night was the Resin Beast Awards ceremony. Unfortunately, I was in my not unfortunately. Uh, It was unfortunate timing that they had it Saturday at six o'clock because I was in the Francesco Ferrabi class. Um, I found out I made it into the top 10 in my category, which was awesome. I'm really excited. When I picked it up on Sunday, they gave me this huge bag of goodies. It had miniatures in it, paints in it, dice in it. It was great. Uh, It was a nice little consolation prize. Um, I didn't make the top three, uh, but I was in the top 10. And I, I was either eight or nine. Uh, so just just made it in there, but it was eye opening in a sense because I spent less than twenty hours on that piece and it placed and it looked pretty good. I think spent over one hundred and twenty hours on my Golden Demon entry and it didn't even get moved. 
So how does that make you feel, Mike? <laughs> you know what? Honestly, I'm just I'm just messing. You don't have to. At the time, I know it's okay. At the time, I was embarrassed actually because I was standing there talking with uh, Anthony Wang, a guest, one of the guests of our show, awesome guy. Loved hanging out with him. And I heard people who were walking by it make comments about the fact it was on the bottom shelf. It wasn't even worthy to get into the second to last shelf. Right. I mean, it was in coming to the conclusion. I had some nice conversations with, with Vince Venturella, who is just the bomb, just one of the nicest people you'll ever meet in the hobby. And he has just a quick plug for him. He has a great video about why he's not going to paint for the demon anymore. Um, You should check if you haven't checked it out already, which I, I, I'm sure we share, uh, audiences but if you haven't that it is definitely worth a listen i think if we go next year to the golden demon i will put an entry in i will approach it very differently than i did this year i really leaned into trying to paint to what i thought they would want as opposed to painting what i paint and that was a huge fail on my part well we'll, uh, yeah we'll get to that we'll get to that stuff We'll talk about all the stuff we want to do for next. Well, we're almost done. I mean, we're through Saturday. We're through. We're in on to Sunday. We're so. Sunday. Well, well, let's 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 talk about. Well, let's talk about the after the con ended. I mean, you. I don't know if you had a class or not. It was just um, buying last minute things and playing those last couple of games until getting kicked off of the table from Catalyst because they wouldn't pack up. Right. Um. And. Um, yeah, until close, I guess four o'clock or so. Well, you you did it in two sections though. I remember because you you gamed some in the after the Ben class or after the Sam yeah. class, and, and then uh, we walked yeah, around the then, vendor hall. Yeah, and then you were in somewhere because I got something to eat at lunch. I guess I don't know what you were doing, or I couldn't find you or something. No, we had lunch together because we had lunch together. Was that Sunday. That was Sunday. We had the burrito okay. bowls on Sunday. Okay. And then oh, we yeah. walked over and walked over to the cases, and that's when we ran into a bunch more people, Anthony and Will and yeah. uh, Josh from Quarter Paint. Um, and so, uh, you know, and I actually, I, I floated around um, the area above Fort Wapple because that's where kind of a lot of people were hanging out. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of met. I uh, met uh, during. We, we didn't talk about this before, but we were buying drinks from the concession stand and ran into Brett. Brett from Goobertown Hobbies and oh, yeah, Casey right, from eBay, right. eBay Miniature Rescues. And while you were gaming, I was upstairs and I uh, had, so, I had a lovely conversation with Africa uh, Amir, who is a sculptor, um, and we're really excited. Hope we're in the process of arranging her being on the show she'll be our first sculptor um her and then ricardo uh, agostini who we had met previously um and then eric was hanging around will um dave phillips uh, who's another good great painter he's gotten back into painting but he's a he's also gotten huge into sculpting um it was just raining i that's when i met ninjon or john ninas and um trying to think there were so many people uh that were up there around right around the starbucks <laughs> yeah. um and i kept running into lila mev uh who was a guest of the show and congratulations to her for taking the plunge becoming a full-time mini painter 
Um, and so we wish the best to her and hopefully we'll have her on again and she could talk to us about her, this next step of her hobby journey as well. Um, so that was pretty cool. There's a lot of, a lot of potential guests met Andy Wardle. Uh, we're hoping to have him on the show as well. That dude is just that, that guy just is an amazing painter. Love his NMM, love his, his, his NMM is amazing, but his face painting has gotten through the roof. Yeah. That was a crazy piece he did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I don't even think his best piece won anything. I thought I love that techless piece. I know everybody's raving about the 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 Lord of Gluttony guy that he took off the chariot and made a kind of just sitting down thing, yeah. um, and that won a gold medal, but a gold demon. But I thought the techless was in the open division. Whew. Yeah, it was so silky smooth, <laughs> and the face yeah, on that, that's... even the face on that was just like that dude's gonna start talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh let's see. So yeah, Daniel, really quickly, what did you buy? So um let's see. I've been promising Death Ray Designs that I was gonna buy some scenery off of them for Battletech for my own tables. So I bought a bunch of stuff from them. Um actually when we talk about what our what we've been working on, if we get to that. Um, I don't know, we're already we're already in an hour, so eh, who cares? Remember we said we didn't care. Yep, we don't. Um, so I bought some resin, some resin scenery, mm-hmm. which is like a command post kind of thing. It's a drop zone command post, not a game drop zone, just a, a base drop. Um, and a bunch of mech, um, uh, mech bays um, for repairs and stuff like that. So it's really good scenery to have, and you can put them in, you can put the mechs in there and, you know, play stompy with them. So I got that. And that's when uh, I got to meet the arm painter as well. Which that's is when nice. you got to paint Justin Hall from <laughs> Death Ray Designs, who's the armed painter. Nice. And he's also a camo specs uh, painter also now. Mm-hmm. Um, I picked up uh, two boxes of scale 75 artist paints, mm-hmm. uh, the heavy body ones. Um, I'm digging them. Um, I think I just need to practice with them a yeah. lot more. Uh, I, I definitely see what they're capable of doing uh glazes are pretty cool but i have to learn how to control it a little better um their drying time is really odd mm-hmm. um and it's dry. not consistent it's not consistent between the paints yeah. either and, and i even of- noticed that in the flesh set in the flesh set that i had uh but i gave to dave hoffman um it was the drying times were very inconsistent between all five of the colors in that set yeah. And then I noticed that when they do dry, they some have reactivated on me. So I'm not sure if that's supposed to happen. Interesting. No, I didn't know yeah. that. So I thought. So yeah, I don't know if I haven't let them dry long enough. I I, I just think this is just a uh, a skill that I need to just work on. I, I think it, it's not like other stuff. It's not like other paints. You just have to work it differently. And I think that's it's it's not like drop in GW paints or AK paints and just painting with it. I can do that all day long. This is definitely a lot more different. So I just have to get used to it. Well, I, and I'm surprised that there's a reactivation issue given how much matte medium is in those things. Those well, are I don't so know. If it, well, I don't know if it is a reactivation. I just know if I wait 20 minutes and I go back over it with a paint and it, it activates, <laughs> I'm not going to call it reactivation. I'm just saying gotcha. that's what I noticed. And maybe well, maybe, me. maybe you just need to break out the hairdryer. 
Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm not using it for anything else. So I got two boxes of those because I'm going to need those later on. But I have had some fun just with playing with them a little bit mm-hmm. and seeing how they work. Um, pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. Nice. Uh, super long life on the wet palette. Um, but I'm uh, I'm learning to not use wet palettes again. So going back. Everything's everything's a circle. Everything's a circle. Absolutely. Um, and wandering around before, you know, when I had nothing else to do and you just find this little teeny weeny place in the corner where it's Warlord Games and they had some Judge Dread stuff. And I love Judge Dread. So um, I grabbed a whole bunch of their pieces. Um, I did not realize they had a, such a huge game. Uh, but I got a bunch of pieces and I'm going to be painting those up. Nice. Um, and that is all I had. That's all I think I s- bought. Oh, no, no. I got the um, I got the angry chickens. Oh, that's true. Um, right. From Parabella game. There's yes. a resin beast entry for next year. Definitely. Those look fantastic. And the detail is crazy on them. They really are well done. So I think that's going to be a fun piece. I might even have it done for Nova just for shits and giggles. Um, I just got to find a good uh, a good way to paint my cock. Matt. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, know. How so to, that I is can't... actually all that I spent. I mean, there wasn't. I, I didn't need anything else. Plus, I was kind of worried about what I was going to do about getting it home, which we haven't talked about yet. Yeah, we'll get to that in just a moment. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, Honestly, the I would say fifty percent of my expenditures were based on stuff I needed for my pieces, and so I bought some grass tufts. Uh, I had to buy super glue because I broke the sword off of my resin beast entry, um, and then I had to buy putty to fill the gap in the sword where the sword was because I didn't bring any putty with me. I will never make that mistake again. Um, I did have it taken, my milliput taken from me by TSA at, on oh, the no, ReaperCon. Yeah. The, uh, oh, I'm going to ReaperCon. Yeah. And, and so, what yeah. I, blasting explosives. Right. Exactly. It's a two-part <laughs> epoxy. Um, and so uh, next time I'm just going to throw it in my book bag and if they don't, you know. Um, and it's funny because I looked, I had this little two-part little tiny thing of uh, uh, green stuff that I was like, should I bring it? Nah, I won't need it. Yeah, that was stupid. Um, that stuff. Anyways, so with that being said, um, I got a Malifaux iconic called Wild Ride, which is basically a kid in a cart with a monster, behind, monster stuffed animal behind him. And I'm looking to forward to paint that. Um, I also stopped by Blackrock Games. They have this uh, horror board game where they have all these characters done from different genres in it. And I got uh, Agent Scully and Mulder uh, figures, which I have an idea for a nice little fun diorama with them. Um, that who knows if that'll ever come to fruition. Um, I also got, uh, I don't know the name of it. I met RW, RW Prince, RMW Prince. They actually followed the show already, and it was nice to talk to them. Um, and he had he has the license for Ouroboros miniatures, and I love Tim's stuff. Tim was a guest of the show. I love the stuff that they put, produce, and so he actually had a couple of he had a printed seventy five millimeter figure of a cyberpunk woman holding up two guns, and I just couldn't say no. 
Um, and he gave me a really good price on it. So I was really excited about that. Um, I'm trying to think if anything else. Um, did you buy anything? You didn't get anything from Artist Opus, did you? No, because they, uh, uh, honestly, I contemplated getting one of their small dry pallets, um, but they were all out. Yeah, I know. They, 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 they sell, sold out of them on Friday, so. I uh, wouldn't doubt that. And so, yeah, I, w- I was contemplating that, but um, I didn't, We uh, it was nice, you got a demonstration from Byron uh, on how to dry brush. I got one from the guy from Fohammer. Um, and so that yeah. was kind of cool. Um, Byron was, really was cool. busy painting something for a friend. Um, yeah. And so, um, that, yeah, that was, but that was towards the end of the convention too. They're getting ready to close. You're probably annoyed that they had to do one more demo. <laughs> yeah, I know. And we threw enough stuff at them. They were, uh, they, they probably didn't mind. Yeah. I mean, we gave them like the whole, like everybody at their booth got dice, you know, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, we still have handfuls of dice left. We still have a lot of dice left. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, you do. By the way, you need to go into Patreon to get Carolyn's address and send her. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, send all that stuff out. I'm trying to th- honestly, and I, I, honestly, what deterred me even more from buying stuff was that the the goodie bag from entering the resin beast. Had so much stuff That's in it, right. and it had like, so much other stuff. Yeah, right. It had an, it had uh, had turbo dork paints in it, cuttlefish paints in it, the new Awada paints. Medea had a set of those in it, and like mm-hmm. four miniatures in it. I'm like, yeah, I don't, I just can't. I didn't. There was nothing that jumped out at me. I was very tempted. There, were, I, I wanted to get some from Journeyman Miniatures. It just. And the other one that the, the two that were driving me crazy were journeyman and then, uh, mind work games. Yeah. Uh, um, oh, and man, I have stuff this amazing. Oh yeah. And I have the puppet, ma- the new version of the puppet master for mind work yeah. games, um, uh, which I absolutely adore. I wish that they were part of the resin beast because that would actually force me to paint that. Um, that would be really cool if they were part of it and you could put, enter a mind works game piece into it. Um, because their stuff is just out of this world. Yeah, no shit. It's so intimidating that that's one of the reasons why I didn't even purchase any of them and um, just went with comic stuff. Because you should have got the the pizza guy if you liked it. That should that wasn't. No, I re- I, I liked everything. I, yeah. I just, <laughs> I have seen. You know, I I follow uh, with uh, the artist shoot Patrick. Uh, shit, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. So I followed him before I knew he was doing all these sculpts and everything. They were doing all these sculpts for him. Yeah. Um, and then they paint these things up and I'm like, holy shit, man. Uh, it's another world. And I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm not even remotely close. I'm, why spend that much money on a piece where I'm not going to do justice? Uh, and they were, selling out of, they were selling out of a lot of this stuff. So I yeah. go to a true artist, let them... Let them <laughs> paint it and put it in some competitions and win that's not going to happen with me it's going to sit in the box so but uh, yeah so there were there were so many so many display figure groups there because you also had neko galaxy was there and then you had other vendors just selling them journeyman journeyman miniatures was there molly and uh, tim we got to meet them and that was that was nice big child creatives was there yeah 
The scale 75 had all that stuff there. The scale 75 had all their stuff there They, you know, they were, they did, they did some good customer service there. They hooked me up with, uh, one of the pieces I bought for them on their black Friday sale was missing a head. And, uh, so they actually just brought me the head <laughs> of the piece, which was funny. Um, and so, uh, good, it was good, good on them. Customer service, really excited, um, to, to get the head on that miniature. And I was wrong, by the way, that piece wasn't chipped. The way oh, it fits okay. in, it's covered. So uh, oh, yeah, okay. I finally assembled that whole model because I had the head now. Um, and that I'm looking forward to paint. Uh, I've talked about it before. It's their kind of Viking knight guy, uh, yeah. bald head. Um, I'm trying to think there's, I bought glue, super glue. Um, <laughs> yeah, I spent, I kept going back to Michigan toy soldier because that they had all the hobbying oh. stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, I did get my, uh, uh, art of Chris or he signed by Chris, um, which was great. Um, yeah. and so it was pretty funny actually. Yeah, we got to talk to him for a while. That was, yeah. that was good. Good guy. Good guy. Yeah. We have pictures of pictures on the, uh, on the old Instagram of that now. Mm. Um, so yeah, we ran into so many people that it was really awesome to meet them, you know? Yeah. And I've even had a conversation. It's funny cause, uh, I was going to take, I, I, I went up and introduced myself to Zambies um, but she was masked up, which fine. I totally, whatever it, that you totally respect it. It was a huge convention. Lots of people. Yeah. I, I actually at times was questioning whether I should be masked or not. Um, and so I didn't want to invade space and ask for a selfie because of that. Um, I wanted to respect her space. Um, and so, uh, but it was nice to meet her and meet her in person. Yeah. So many of the people, um, it was kind of cool, you know, and then I, I actually cornered Steven Garcia in a vendor. <laughs> we were both oh. walking around uh, Elric's Hobbies at the same time. And I'm like, Steven, and I'm like, I heard a rumor you were here. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's, he's a multi-time guest of the show. So it was great. Um, way back. You want to talk a little bit about the way back on, uh, on Monday? Cause it was a little eventful for one of our friends. <laughs> yeah. So let's see, I guess we left. Let's see. I went for to breakfast just to get a little something with Josh from the Meg Bay. And um, you left me when you left me, I was in the breakfast area talking with Aaron Lovejoy and Liz Hunt. Yes, yes. And I, yeah, we talked We talked a while with them. And yep. then I took off real quick because he was like, where are you at? I was like, well, I'm just talking to some artists. And so we hung out there and then we came back to the room and it was kind of like, hey, let's go, I guess. So I guess we just all packed up and went to the airport. And while we're there, we all started getting all the, the pings that uh, we are being delayed. Um, half an hour here, an hour there wasn't too bad and then he got the your plan has been canceled uh one uh one thing that you did not see because you were you were outside because we were there a little early uh so when he was coming through tsa he won a lot of the tournaments uh battle tech tournaments and stuff so adepticon gives out those big um uh necklace or medals 
don't know if you've seen them or not. Yeah. They're all, they're all like, and they look like cogs. So he, when he was trying to go through security, it kept pinging. And so they made him open up his bag and they made him pull out all of his winnings because they were worried that it was a machine or some crap. He's like, they're met their awards. Here's the box. It says award on it. And they're like, you gotta take it out. So they had to take it all out. So I'm sitting there for like 15 minutes, watching them go through all his shit, poor guy. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. And uh, so, yeah, uh, on his uh, Discord, there's a whole conversation about what was going on. It was pretty funny. That's so funny. that was before it was canceled. So we just wandered around and uh, we're waiting for you. Um, and we were uh, we went to go get a drink. And right when I ordered his drink, his flight was canceled. So um, uh, he ended up, uh, you know, we said bye because we didn't know when we were ever going to see him again. Uh, handed him his drink. And then um, I find out about 15 minutes later that he's going to Washington, D.C. Right. And the plane right after hours. Right. Um, but then he had like a four-hour delay. Right. Uh, so we got to hang out with him for a little bit longer. It's a, it's always cool to talk to him and everything. Uh, I really enjoy his company. Um, so We yeah. messed up, though. One thing we have not talked about. I know. We have not talked about dinner. The, not that di- Yeah, that dinner, that Sunday night. Yeah. <laughs> And so, yeah, it was great to get to meet Josh in person finally. Um, and then, you know, hang out with him a few separate occasions longer than yeah, expected. Many, many occasions. Yeah. So uh, but it, it was all good. And it's, uh, he, he's a good guy. So it was, uh, mm-hmm. it was good just to hang out with him and just talk, talk to shit and then get on home. But uh, yep. before that, we got to talk about dinner. Dinner. So I don't remember the name of this place. What was it? It's uh, like Westwood Tavern something like that so yeah. we just wanted to grab something to eat real quick um didn't know what to expect um so i think we said hey just put us in a put us in a booth so they put us in a giant booth for like 18 people but yeah. that was all right and um i guess we ordered i can't remember if we ate first i think we ate first didn't we or did yeah we, we yeah, ordered okay we ordered and then uh, I can't remember if we I can't remember if we drank or anything at this point. Um, um, I got a, I got drink... a cider and you got a beer. I think that's right. You got, yeah, that's right. That's right. I can't remember what I got. I don't remember what I got. Um, um, but I had a burger and I thought it was pretty damn good until what, Mike? <sighs> the French fries. <laughs> Holy, Holy crap! Those French fries. <laughs> I could have eaten those French fries all night long. They yeah. were fresh cut. They had malt vinegar. And I guess there was this like special kind of sea salt on them. I don't know what it was, but man, they were like crispy on the outside, airy on the inside. Wow. They were fantastic. So my wife's giving me the hairy eyeball when I'm talking to her about it. And she's like, whatever. They're just French fries. I'm like, no, you don't understand. I like French fries. I know French fries. These were on a different planet kind of. There was like. I have these world-class painters and I have this world-class freaking French fries. I have to go to Chicago again. I hate this place, but I still got to go. Fantastic um, French fries. Their burger was really stinking good. Yeah. Um, good it was bacon. huge too. It was a huge was burger. Um, Perfect. They nailed and, the cooks perfectly on it. I haven't had a perfectly medium rare burger in a long time. It was really yeah, good. It was, it, yeah, everything around it was was good. Um, and then Mike decided he wanted to go take a smoke. <laughs> 
So I went outside and it was really funny. I was kind of walking around and um, as uh, as I was outside, uh, Aaron and Liz, uh, Aaron Lovejoy and, and Liz Hunt were, were leaving and walking back. They actually stayed in the same hotel as us. Um, and so I got to talk to them for a few minutes. And then as I'm going back into the restaurant, out walks uh, Eric Swinson, Alfonso, uh, and David Aroba. And they're having this, I get to, I talk to him, say hi for a little bit. It's really good. And uh, David and uh, uh, Alfonso are having a conversation about Golden Demon. And, you know, I, I, when I was there, it was fast Spanish, but it wasn't that fast. They were definitely, there was some passion, but it wasn't really escalatory. And then uh, it was funny because Eric's like, kind of, I don't really give a damn about this stuff. So he was just kind of hanging out. And so I went back in and said to Dan, go out, go say goodbye to Eric and Alfonso. And, you know, because they're outside. We don't know if we're going to see him again before the next, you know, some before we leave. And then all I can do is apologize. <laughs> yeah. So I step outside and I'm already a a wallflower. So it was already kind of weird and awkward. But uh, apparently in the 30 seconds or so between our handoffs and I jump into the ring, um, (laughs) Banshee is like, like irate at this point. (laughs) If, if, if you've experienced his, um, I guess excitedness. You understand where I'm going with this, mm-hmm. um, but there was a lot of f bombs for someone that <laughs> uh, that doesn't have English as their uh, primary language. Um, but fuck this, fuck that. Um, <laughs> those fucking idiots! If you if you want to do, you change it. Yeah, lots of that. And I was just like, what the fuck did I just walk into? And uh, Eric is just, you know, he's smoking and he's nodding his head. And he's like, yeah. And then they start going off in Spanish and uh, being American. I don't know any other foreign languages, so I didn't know what they were talking about. Um, then I just uh, slinked away. And then uh, I, I thanked Mike for sending me into the freaking Viper pit of, <laughs> of, of angry artist. <laughs> um, it was, it was fun. It was, um, it, it was neat to, um, to, to listen to uh, other people discuss uh, what their observations were of mm-hmm. the events of the weekend. Yep. Um, and uh Yeah. <laughs> Look. So actually, it was kind of fun and neat because we started we started our con and ended our con with Banshee and, and uh, Eric. So right, it was kind of cool. So it was not kind of cool. It was cool. It was cool, and and it's not. So it was just passion. They're both passionate artists and yeah, love their work. And you know, it, it's not. You know, everybody's the got an opinion. About- more, they're more vocal. It's it, and it's it's just. It, it's not negative. It's not bad. It's just they get overly excited and they talk with their hands a lot and they raise their voices. And it probably and they're like, at some level, both of them are right too. You know what I mean? Like that's what the funny part of this would, but like they can both be correct in the, in it. It's just a different perspective. And it was, uh, it was nice to, to kind of get to see that. I, I just always, you know, Eric is such a, st- like he's, his, he's, I don't even know how to describe Eric's personality. He's incredibly even keeled. Doesn't 
seem to get nothing really seems to get to him. And so I think he was just kind of enjoying being a third party observer to the passion of it as yeah, well. I think so. You know, and so, yeah. And, you know, part of the reason why, you know, you, you go to a Banshee class is because of his passion. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's, and his passion comes out in his artwork and his, and the way he treats his students and, you know, you know, it, it's, it's all good. And, and, you know, it's very rare to be able to get such a handsome teacher as well. You know, <laughs> sure, say so. <laughs> oh, come on. That's a running theme throughout his classes, yeah, yeah. you know? And so, um, even don't you remember when we took the picture with him, uh, I made a comment about it. I said, I don't know. I feel bad. Uh, kind of ruining the picture, having us with such a handsome painter. And he's like, this is very true. <laughs> Um, so yeah, just so you know, it's so they're great people, and it was just a lot of. And, and like I said, when I went out there, the conversation had not gotten that heated. Uh, they had just walked outside, and so uh, yeah, they didn't have time to marinate. And no, 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 I was only out there for a minute. I didn't want to. <laughs> yeah, I felt like I had been, in, but it was funny. It was a funny situation for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, okay. So why don't we? hit up what we, what will we do differently next year okay so actually i haven't put much thought into that so if we go next year what would we do no if everything is the same the first thing i would do is not bring paints mhm yeah that's like the first thing there's so much paint there and you don't know what uh, the instructors are going to want you to use. Uh, most of my instructors were using Crimera paints. Um, next year's, pro- uh, I would imagine they either will be doing the same or maybe even AK third generations because I didn't see that many of them there, but they knew that they were there. They did have a um, booth. They'd have a big, they had actually had a huge booth there too at uh, Adepticon. I was surprised. I didn't know, I didn't realize they were there. Um, so that, that would be the first thing that, that came to mind because halfway, I I think after the first day, Thursday, and then Friday, I can't remember if I took them on Friday or not. You did not. You were like, that was it. So I didn't bring anything after that. It was just like, uh, we have all the paints here. There's no need to have them. There's no need to take them anymore. And I kind of sort of felt bad, but at the same time, they're like, you know, People were putting stuff on their palettes, and I did it also. And they're like, uh, we're using these paints. Well, okay, well, let me take this off and start another palette and, uh, mm-hmm. um, and go from there. So that is one thing. I would bring my paintbrushes because um, if you get paintbrushes from them, they're probably not going to be the best quality. Bring your, bring your own paintbrushes. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely bring your own paintbrushes. Uh, you can bring your own palette, but every class I had, had um had the red grass palettes so why do i need to bring palettes i don't know if you're if all your classes had them or not but we had we had red grass palettes in all of ours and well, for loaded brush i didn't use my palette i used the the plate palette did we use the plate palette yeah we i used the plate palette. i don't know if you did or not I can't my, my wet palette, my palette was still dry, so I didn't want to like have to worry about carrying oh, it around. Okay, okay. Because okay. I knew I was going to go back to the hotel and paint. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, I would definitely decrease the amount of paints I brought. And I, I think the reason why I brought so many paints is because those were all the paints that were necessary for the two projects that I had. Yeah. And so. Oh, I'm just not, I'm not even going to bring paints because I'm not, I don't, I'm not expecting to be painting at night. I just, um, mm -hmm. if I'm, I'm ready, hoping not, not to be, um, I'm hoping not to be for sure. So, so what about you? What is, uh, what would you, what what's something that you would do or change for next time around? Um, I'm really I'm really down with the idea of driving next year. Um, yeah, I, I, wanna, um, I feel like the potential of having a car it solves. Oh, we hadn't even talked about that. So why would driving be better? It solves the space issue mm -hmm. because we were trying to figure out how the hell to get all the shit back home. Mm -hmm. Luckily for us, we have a local who drove with his father, Greg. Uh, we've known him for quite a while, taking lots of classes with him. Exactly. And uh, he's like, hey, I could take your shit. And we're like, oh, my gosh, you're a lightsaber. Lifesaver, not a lightsaber. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're a lightsaber, too. Um, so That might be um, even better than a lifesaver. Yeah, probably. I think so. <laughs> um, so... I mean, we were getting ready to dish out an equal amount of money that we paid to get the VIP to get the VIP stuff back home. Um, so driving a vehicle, yes, it's a lot longer by a couple hours. Um, <laughs> um, but it, uh, it alleviates some, some issues. Um, I think well, the other, little... uh, go, ahead. go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. No, I was saying like cost, like we can bring food like that was expensive to buy a drink every day or to drink uh, or to even have a snack or something. Um, lugging that stuff around now, having a car, we could have went to the mall or went to Costco's and things like that. Maybe next year or we just lug the stuff in. Right. I mean, so I think the the, the besides the food factor, which I, I absent the French fries and burger that night and for some odd reason the chinese food at the airport was so good i don't know why it was so good it shouldn't have been that good uh it was basically a knockoff of little panda, uh, panda express oh that's um, right you went to that place yeah. yeah it was so good it was i don't know why <laughs> um and uh i would not go to buffalo wild wings again though you like that burger my chicken was like rubber um, oh, it was so well, bad. Got, that's, but that's why I don't go because I don't like their chicken wings. Yeah. But I got to give them a thumbs up for that burger because the burger definitely was better than the freaking chicken wings they had. I think you were just starved. <laughs> I, 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 I was like, um, I'm going to go to the one around the corner here and I'd be like, oh my God, this is disgusting. Right. And so I think the other thing, the other big thing for me is that uh, having a car there would provide a place to put stuff that we don't have to lug around. And you know what I'm saying? Like, even if we don't stay at the hotel, uh, the Renaissance next year, um, it still gives the opportunity to put stuff in and not, you know, I, I don't know. It just really, yeah, it, it does because so the folks, so other, we got to see just a tiny part of that area. Mm -hmm. If we went down a little further, there was restaurants and everything else. Yeah. A lot of the folks are down there. I'm like, if we have a car, it doesn't take more than a couple minutes to get there. That right. two or three miles is only five minutes, which is a lot quicker than us walking that half mile. And it's cheaper. 
So I think we save money that way also. So I'm mm-hmm. not opposed to that. Of course, yeah. I'd rather stay in the hotel because I just think that's going to be more fun. And I think that's well, you could still we could still take the car to those places, too. So it's not even it's like, you know, yeah. the, um, but it, gives I, us, it definitely gives us the, fl- the flexibility to get around if we need to. I don't have mm-hmm. to eat three freaking turkey wraps, but you know what? The turkey wraps are pretty cool. And there was a lot of freaking turkey they put in there. That's good. Those were those were fat, man. That was a lot. It was worth the money. That was worth the money. The baked but, potato bar was not. Yes, and <laughs> and I would not. I, told me, yeah. I, and I think my body told me later on that the burrito bowls was probably not a very good choice either. Um, those were rough. You 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 seemed to enjoy it while we were eating it, but I did not. I did not. I like did. It. I enjoyed the hell out of it when I was eating, and I knew it was going to come back to haunt me. And then, yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that would be um, the other big thing is uh, I, I I learned a lot about myself um, in the context of 120 plus hours on my Golden Demon entry, less than 20 hours on Resin Beast, Golden Demon, uh, Bottom Shelf, which is my new studio name, Bottom Shelf Studios. Um, <laughs> and then that shit. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right on it. <laughs> And then um, 20 hours, top 10 for Resin Beast. I mean, I just, and I painted Resin Beast. It was fun to paint that piece. I just was just exploring things. There were unusual shapes on it. Um, So, yeah, I I, I think I've kind of learned something about where my time is more valuably spent. While it was a great exercise in fundamentals, and practicing edge highlighting and shadow uh, light placement and blending and black lining. Those were all good things. And I think my composition on the piece was pretty good with six figures on, on the base. Um, yeah, I just don't want to do that. I, I might, uh, I'm of the mentality now, if I happen to paint something for myself, games workshop between now and the next Adepticon, I will enter it. I am not going to be seeking it out to enter the golden demon next year. I will be seeking out doing resin beast again. I've already actually got three projects mapped out for that. Cause I actually enjoyed painting for that. And I got some fun ideas. Um, and then I will be doing, uh, I will enter the Marvel one too, because I, I, I actually found the Colossus by himself instead of in the two pack for $10. And so on eBay, so uh, I purchased oh, that. Cool. Yeah. So I, I have that coming to me. And so I, and Colossus is my favorite X-Men. Um, and so I'm, I'm actually excited. These are the projects that I'm doing that I have listed out for the resin beast. They're not for competition projects. They are, Oh, this is going to be fun to do. One of which is going to involve OSL, which I never do. Um, and so that it's going to be fun. And that's kind of, that's just where I am. Uh, um, after I, I have a wave of commissions that I have to finish. I thought right. you were done with those things. No, I haven't finished the Blood Bowl ones, man, because he keeps oh. dropping them off at my house. Um, and so once those are all done, which will be hopefully in the next couple of weeks, um, I have one display commission to do, which is the lion. 
not the new one, the old, the, the Forge World one. Um, oh, and then um, I'm just painting for fun and I'm hoping to get work, uh, uh, get some private coaching and work on a bust and paint my vampire under D model and finish up uh, some old projects that, you know, like I have an owl that I want to finish up that I haven't painted on in over a year. And then there was a piece that I got at ReaperCon last year that was a 75 millimeter cartoon cat that I'm probably about 85% done with and I'm going to finish that. So I'm just going to go through and try to finish old projects. And hmm, that sounds like a familiar. Yep. Old yep. Uh, and, yep. I, 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 absolutely. Uh, I'm totally copying you, but uh, yeah, I think, I think one of the other things that I would do differently is I would, uh, I am going to really force myself to do daily social media updates for us and i think that's something that that will really benefit the podcast yeah i totally failed in that i didn't i i got like two pictures and i'm just like oh i i took probably about five or six pictures the whole time i was there mm -hmm. yep. I, it just was not my mindset i was in a different world i wasn't thinking about it until it was too late and i was like oh shit i didn't get pictures with anybody i didn't you know it wasn't until sunday when i started thinking about it mm -hmm. um it was like oh okay well those are just lost opportunities well, and, and next year I want to go on Wednesday because I want to be, they had a content creator meet and greet and oh, really, yeah. And so that was pretty cool. And I just found out yeah. about that after watching Zambi's Adapticon video. I'm like, holy crap. I didn't even know about that. Um, oh, do we get special badges for that? I don't, I don't know. Think we have enough. We don't have enough listeners to, uh, you know, who knows maybe between now and then. We'll just keep growing the podcast, doing our best. Um, but that, I'd like to get to that. I'm hoping that. That means I got some stuff for you then. I'm hoping that. Talk about that later. People that we met that are other content providers that said they wanted to collaborate respond to emails and such. You know, I'm yeah. really excited. We're getting ready to go. Uh, we're getting ready to. We're setting up to interview Aaron Lovejoy on Monday. Uh, at the time we're recording this, so we're pretty excited. I put out on Patreon to see if anybody, any of our Patreons had questions they wanted us to ask him, because um, I think a couple of our Patreons are miniature monthly people. I wouldn't doubt that, or have been, yeah, so. Well, you you have been at one point. <laughs> so. Yes, I have. I've done a lot of their stuff, so it's fun. So, you know, it's a, the, the, I guess, so the, there, there's not a ton. Um, I have no regrets from Adepticon. No, yeah, I think you're right. There's like no regrets. It was all new. So mm -hmm. if we did the exact same thing next year, I'd be like, oh, well, that was stupid. Right. We shouldn't have done that. We already talked about it. We should do it. Uh, one thing I want to do in, uh, that I do want to throw in, and we, both of us, I think, are on the same wavelength on this. Unless this is like some crazy, awesome instructor that comes down, I can't mentally or physically do a seven hour class that was yeah. a soul suck yeah. not because the class was bad because that is not true it was just it took so much energy to concentrate and to paint now maybe if i'm painting for two or three hours a day and then painting longer on weekends i might be able to build up to that but being a person who paints like an hour every couple weeks, that was really, really hard on me. 
um, just mentally. And I, you know, my shoulders messed up because I think I was holding my fingers for too long and that's why I can't use this arm. Um, so I, shorter classes, I have to, I, I want to take shorter classes next year. Um, I think some of these could be compacted in, but I understand they build in a lot of time for, for that one-on-one, -on -one, which we're also paying for, um, which I totally appreciate. Um, still after a while, my brain's just shutting off. And I noticed that both of my long classes, about four, four and a half hours, my brain was just like, Hey, you know what? You might want to do this anymore. Um, there's other fun, there's other stuff to do. Um, mm -hmm. I don't want to, I, I don't want to be stuck in a room and paint for four days straight. I, I, I missed a lot of things. Uh, I missed meeting up with people. Um, I want more time and flexibility to be able to do that next time, next year. So a couple hour classes here, unless it's some super awesome superstar that I really need to have this class in. Other than that, I think I'm going to just reel back those classes a bit and just be the guy who's sitting there drinking a beer and just walking everybody walk, walking by and uh, just saying, Hey, and throwing new colored dice at them or whatever we have for next year to give to everybody. Right. Just have fun. Just really just go and have fun. And I, I think actually I might take one more class. Um, I had a lot of, class? Uh, I, I not take the seven hour class, but I only took three classes total. Uh, Thursday, uh, okay. Friday, Saturday. <laughs> So I dropped a class. Right. I was going to have a class Saturday night. And that was another four hour class. Yeah. And I did apologize to Anthony, to Anthony about that. Um, but I knew there was going to, I knew he was going to sell out in that class. So I didn't feel as bad. I, I just knew that if that's three nights in a row that I was having classes, not hanging out with people that I really wanted to hang out with. Um, and then what am I getting out of it? Like, uh, so I was like, mm -hmm. I got to weigh this. So I went ahead and canceled that one class, but I still left me with four classes, right? Or five. Right. One, two, three, four. Yeah. I had five. I still had five classes. Right. I think I'm thinking maybe four classes next year for me, mm -hmm. unless it's a long one, then I would go to probably three classes, but to see what they, what, what's out there and who's right. teaching. You know, exactly. I might, I might be able to finally land that uh, uh, Eric Swenson's non-metallic metal class. <laughs> he sells out quick. Uh, he does. Yeah. Um, or his cash shadow <laughs> class, which goes fast too. Yeah, now. that was like instant. Mm -hmm. That would be a cool. That would be well. Again, that's thing. like going to Ben Cohen's for loaded brush. I mean, you go to Eric for for cast shadows and non-metallic metal with dudes master. Yep. Uh, I'm hoping, well, I'm hoping that Andy Wardle does a brush control class next year. Um, I talk, I actually talked to him about that. And so that's, I would like to do that. That's like one of my goal classes for next year. Um, but I, I you know, I, I don't want to definitely say never to another seven hour class. Um, I, I no, right now have to be, yeah, it really have to be a special class or a special person, but it might only want, if I have another seven hour class, it might be that I only take one other class, you know, I might go Possibly. down to two, you and know, I don't I mean? think, yeah. And it was, I'm not going to say it was rough. Actually, I kind of enjoyed having the morning class because nothing is open anyway. Right. I wake up early. If nothing opens up until 10 o'clock. Yeah. I don't want to sit around for three hours not doing anything. That's that is definitely wasted time. 
uh, unless you go to that pancake waffle place. They had some good stuff. So maybe mm-hmm. go there and hang out for a couple hours. But we didn't get the Papadillas or whatever that place with the hot dog place. Next year, I want to do that too. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah but... there's a lot of things. And yeah. hey, we you know if we get there a little early, definitely, definitely, I totally agree about getting there early. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, uh, for y'all, when we were doing our planning, I didn't think it was that important to get there on a Wednesday. Well, you had work um, too, so. But after, like, I, like Thursday afternoon, I was like, man, that was a stupid mistake. We should have been going on Wednesday because there's, even though there's just a couple things going on on Wednesday, there's no mandatory, not mandatory. There's nothing big going on. So that was like a great time to meet up with people and just have a relaxing time to hang out with folks and and shoot the breeze without it being like, okay, go, go, go. I have a class over here and you have a class and I got to teach. It, we didn't have, we wouldn't have to worry about that. I think that definitely would have eased us in at least me better for that, for that week. Um, so yeah, it took me once, it took me all of Thursday to really be comfortable because I needed to figure out where everything was and exactly, you know, I just, yeah, it's such a big convention compared to like Nova or Reaper. You know what I mean? It's just, that's a lot more people. (laughs) Uh, a lot of walking, which isn't bad, but is a lot of walking, um, multiple. Yeah. We'll see how Nova is this year. We'll see how Reaper is this year. You know, um, but yeah, I, I think there's probably just go ahead. No, 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 go. No, I'm saying I'm just trying to think if there's other things uh, I would pack differently. We would, you know, if we ended up driving, we just take a full week off. Sound like we're not going to have lose or lose, uh, use or lose anyway, right? Um, because we're at federalities. I mean, it's going to cost about the same amount, might be a little bit more time involved in it, but actually, I think it'll be cheaper. I think it'll wind up being cheaper, it probably will. Um, and I think that, um, uh, for as much, for as much crap I've had, both of us have had to go, have had to go through, um, after we got back from this, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to take as much time as I want to next year because it's going to be a shit sandwich when we come back. So exactly. uh, So I'm like, I'm cool with that. We just go ahead and, uh, you know, take our time, take that week and a half off. And, uh, and 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 just enjoy it and see what kind of cool stuff we have going on next year. God, I hope there's no Kickstarters because there's like four Kickstarters right now, and I'm just like pulling my hair out. The rest of what I have left. So, um, are you I, officially backing? Did you? How did you back the new one, the BattleTech one? Oh, I actually, I was just going to go with the basic thing, and then I decided to up it because the uh, rewards were starting to come in, and I was like, shoot, I was like, I better do this one. Um, so yeah, I'm throwing a little bit more money in that I really wanted to, um, I still have another week and a half, so I might just reconsider that mm-hmm. and drop down to my original, my original one. Um, I can't paint all these fucking mechs anyway. I still have like 200 and freaking plastic ones that I have to paint. Um, so, and then I'm stripping them all. So, <laughs> so who knows how many I have left now? Uh, I get a whole freaking table full of them um but i enjoy it so um so i gotta yeah so i just don't want to keep adding to it and not get anywhere with it um i know that we have uh, hopefully uh, a lot more um gamers battletech gamers at our local store uh we've been missing each other because you know work and i went we went away for the week um so 
they're coming back in. So if I, as long as I'm getting games in and I'm playing, I don't mind supporting the company. But when that starts drying up a little bit, uh, I'm going to have a little bit of heartache on it. Right. Um, or heartburn about it. So I'm hoping it just keeps growing. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, I'm trying to think. I'm sure there'll be a number of other things that we discuss in next year's uh, we're going to Adepticon mm-hmm. um, and the things that we'll probably do uh, and not do and things like that. And people we'll be meeting up with and we'll definitely talk about what kind of cool classes are going to go on. Absolutely. I, I want to do a live sh- try to do a live show too. Well, by then we should be doing videos. We should be doing uh we hope. Tutorials. Uh, we should be doing lots of things by then. That's a whole year away. Yeah. Lots of growth that we can do. I don't know. I, yeah. I have lots of different potential of stuff to do, but. Yeah. Um, all right, man. Well, I think we are. We are at the almost two hour mark. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. We'll give them an extra long episode. Yeah. No, no, that's okay. Um, I just meant we probably should start wrapping up a little bit. Yeah. Let me do this really quickly. I want to give a shout out to our Patreon uh, patrons, Lee, Andrew, Michael, Colin, Carolyn, Cannibal Noises, and Raggedy Pants. <laughs> and Chris. Raggedy Pants and Cannibal Noises. All right. Yeah. And, and, and Chris as well. So thank you all very much for your support. We appreciate you and all that you have done for us. Um, and please, if you are a Patreon and are hearing this, make sure you send us your address. Uh, now that we're back from Adepticon, we will be in the process of sending out some rewards. Um, and so we have some merch for you to grab. Yes. We got some cool shit to hand out to y'all folks. And we want to, we want to send it out to you. So give us your addresses. Absolutely. And we're looking forward to it. Um, and so and we have a bunch of, we're, we're trying to get our act together and figure out a couple other things that are down the pipe. Um, I need to get back into uh, figuring out the listening to paint dry miniature as well. So that's going to be fun. That's that is high on my to-do list now that we are a little bit calmer um, here. So again, thank you to our Patreons. Thank you very much to any of our listeners. If, if you do want to consider, uh, throwing a couple of bucks at us. We'd appreciate it. It helps defray, uh, not really defray the cost of the podcast. We're using it mostly for uh, sponsorship of painting competition, which we've already done the, the kill team open. And uh, we're hoping to do, <laughs> we're hoping to do a reaper con um, and Nova open a youth, a youth award. Uh, both are still kind of up in the air. Uh, we, I don't know if I will be at reaper con this year because I don't know if I'm teaching or not because uh, the whole class thing hasn't come out about yet. And I know some people have gotten class stuff. And so we'll, we'll figure that out uh, sooner rather than later, hopefully. But um, anyways, the goal is to sponsor uh, painting competitions uh, in places that don't necessarily have painting competitions and also celebrate uh, youth achievements in miniature painting as well. Um, both Dan and I have kids and we're, we love kids and wish our kids actually got into the hobby too. But hey, you know, We'll just have to live vicariously through other parents, but yes, nothing wrong with that. Exactly. And hey, if you don't have any art competitions or art shows in your small or large uh, conventions that you run in your place, let us know. We have some experience in it. We could probably put something together for you or help you out with help it. Help you out, absolutely. Uh, and 
you know, we enjoy that stuff. We enjoy doing this for the community. Um, we enjoy this hobby. Uh, we might not be any good at it, but we do enjoy it. And um, if we can get other people involved and have them uh, be proud of, uh, of the work that they're doing in their hobby, then, uh, then that's all the better. And it makes us, that makes us all feel good. Right. Absolutely. And so with that being said, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube at listening to paint dry. Uh, we're also on Twitter at dry listening. I haven't fully abandoned that yet. I still, I still do some posting on, uh, on Twitter. We'll see how that goes. Um, drop us a line, listening to paint dry at gmail.com. If you have uh, comments, suggestions, let us know, uh, were you at Adepticon and we missed you or what was your best experience at Adepticon? You know, besides meeting us, if we met, um, we'd love to hear, we'd love to hear from you. If you don't feel like sending us an email, you can also go to discord. <laughs> we do have a discord. Yep. Yes. Listen to paint dry and it's pretty dry over there. So please send us something because I stare at it all day long and cry because no one sends us a message. You know, this this is, you, you, you know what you could do? You could post on there. You could start conversations. Oh, I could. You could. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, you're allowed. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Um, well, maybe I'll start doing that. So you need to go there so you can see what kind of questions I'm presenting on the Discord site, which is right. listening to paint dry. Uh, if you're being really, really lazy, you can go to Linktree at listening to paint dry also and it has all of our links there so you don't have to plug them all in mm -hmm. um that, that's all i have like subscribe and follow wherever we get your podcasts and if you could leave us a good review we would certainly appreciate it uh we are available on over 200 plus podcast platforms you don't have to go to a convention to become a better braver and happier painter but you know what it was a lot of fun and i can't say that it hurt my journey until next time. See ya. Listening to Paint Dry with Mike and Dan is a production of LTPDWMD. All rights reserved. No portion of this recording may be used without the express written consent of the host. The music is Death by a Thousand Questions by Springtide. Download from the free music archive on a non-commercial attribution share alike basis. All views and opinions expressed in the show are solely the views and opinions of the person who said them. All celebrity voices, if any, were impersonated and done so poorly.